praise God in the sanctuary. He is worthy to be praised. In the noonday, he's worthy. In the evening, he's worthy. He's worthy to two or three or four or five. Yeah. Yeah. He's worthy amongst hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Yeah. He's worthy. Yeah. I praise God this morning because we were wondering what would we do as far as singing songs and who would be at church and all of that. But you know what? We already knew what was going to happen. <laughs> well, pastors worry about a few things that they don't even have to worry That's about. Right. <laughs> My wife had to get me straight this morning. Put your mind at ease. Start thinking about things that God would have us to think of. And lead the rest to him. So we come with message in hand, Amen. songs in hand. Right. I bet y'all were surprised that Pastor I wasn't. I would say it because she's my wife, but didn't she sing? Yeah. She sang. Of your pain. Mm -hmm. 
Amen. Two, you've got to listen for God's purpose. Right. And then number three, which is the key point, which was in the word, it says, strengthen yourself. Mm. Mm. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Yeah. And so our next set of points will help break down how we strengthen and encourage ourselves in the Lord All right. to get through our pain yes. and to our purpose. There was a, uh, a group that is still in existence called Man, Mothers Against Drunk Drivers. Okay. And it took uh, a tragedy in 1980. This group was started by a lady named Candace Leitner. They called her Candy. But she didn't realize that her calling to the purpose of eradicating drunk drivers was going to happen in her life. Didn't happen until the pain of losing a daughter to a drunk driver. When, when this drunk driver killed her daughter, she began to find her paper purpose in all of that deep pain. Can you imagine having a tragic situation turn your life around and you decide that you need to find whatever it is that is the purpose that you must go down that road, that you must find that purpose, and you not only must find it, but you must act on it right. in the middle of that pain. And so she got so busy that in 1984, the president, who was then Ronald Reagan, ordered for workplaces and outside in the federal government and outside in wherever it was that there would be legislation that would help drugged people and drunk people and folk that did too much drinking and celebrating, that they would have consequences and long-term effects in their actions and if they got on the streets intoxicated. Mm -hmm. In 2017, the organization had revenues of $34.5 million. Wow with 3 million supporters and members in the United States, all because of the pain of tragedy that helped this person see their purpose while stuck in their pain, while that pain was besetting her. She saw it and she acted upon it to find her true purpose. So as we continue in our text today, the, our Bible story shows us the outgrowth of the story of David, who has seen tragedy at its worst, and he had seen how the Amalekites had burned Ziklag, taking captive all the women and all the children and all the youth of their group. Didn't kill anybody, but David was left in a quandary because he was thinking, now what should I do next? Yeah. 
my men are distraught. Not only distraught themselves, but they're distraught with me. We have no family left. And the pain is just too great because the Amalekites have taken them all from us. Our pain is so great that we cried and we cried and we boohooed and we cried and we cried some more. So much so that we didn't even have any tears left to cry. He thought about it and he said, my personal pain is so great because even my two wives, both folk around here only get one. But he got two. And he said, my two wives were placed into captivity. And now my men now, they, they are up in arms against me. They want to kill me because of their pain. We have a purpose. But how do we get through this pain to establish the purpose? This is so hard because now I have pain that's begetting pain. What's the translation for that, Pastor Keith? Well, that means I got pain on top of pain. Anybody ever had pain? on top of pain yeah. where things just keep on happening yeah. you don't know what to do you're trying to get through and here as you think you're getting through here comes some more pain right on top of it and though God has been with me he's saying I am so burdened and I am so discontented and I have no joy Anybody ever lost your joy? Hey, let me raise my hand. You thought you were going to get it back. And you just can't get it because it just doesn't seem to leave you. That pain is always there. Yet, God, he said, I will strengthen myself in you. David did just that. He strengthened himself in the Lord. And let me tell you, he could not have made it had he not strengthened himself in the Lord. When we see things that are not what we want them to be, we must strengthen ourselves in God in order for us to get through the pain. In order for us to find the purpose. So this is where we pick up this sermon today to see how hard it is to see our purpose while we are in severe pain, severe emotional pain. As we hang our hats on strengthening and encouraging ourselves in the Lord, we have several points that we want you to consider. If you want to jot them down, that's fine with you. If you want to play the take back later, go to the website or go to YouTube or wherever we are restreaming, and you can get the points from there. Come on, Pastor. Amen. Amen, and bless Jesus this morning. Bless the Lord for his mighty works that he has done.
done all that we have already seen and heard. And let me just make just a quick point here about Pastor Keith's comments about David when it's too wise. I mean, can I just tell somebody that God tolerated it, but he never celebrated it. Polygamy was never, never a part of his plan. That's right. Amen, somebody in the house. Amen. And so as we go through these points this morning, as Pastor Keith said, if you want to take some notes, that is good to us. And so our first point says that we must see past your pain to get to your purpose. We must see past the pain to get to our purpose. And we reiterate that point here and now because people have a tendency, you all know this, to look at the pain and not at the God who can eliminate, eradicate, or mitigate the pain. In other words, we have this tendency, Brother CJ, to gaze at, in other words, we stare at the pain and we only glance at our God. I, I know people, I know people who will wallow in their pain. Anybody know folks that will wallow in their pain? Have you ever connected with someone who will just wallow in their pain? They, they say they really want to move on. They even will tell you that they have moved on, but, but for some reason they yeah. still relist uh, uh, every chance they get. Uh, they tell the story uh, every chance that they get. Uh, they love to talk about it uh, every chance that they get. Uh, there might be some value in, in, in this early on after the incident or after the tragedy or after the insult, uh, but when you meet someone who can and recap the situation and it's 15 years later uh, you know that they are wallowing in their pain and they're not seeing past it uh -huh. in other words in other words church they are stuck on pain and refuse to see purpose uh -huh. we, we know we know that some of us have been praying uh, in our church even uh, in our families for deliverance uh, in our pain uh, uh, but it wasn't until we focused our eyes on God, uh, and, and it wasn't until we got to a place where we began to look past the pain of, of what we don't have uh, and, and, and see what we do have yeah. uh, and how God has still been supplying our uh, every need, even in the midst of our pain. Uh, uh, somebody said there's uh, some value in reflecting because some somebody in the house this morning. I hope it's helping somebody on our social media this morning. The, the, the verse says that after David encouraged himself in the Lord, in verse number six, where it tells us that, it says uh, we, we can see that he began to look forward. Mm -hmm. 
that he knew that only God would have the answer for his next move. So he was to communicate with God. So I'm just going to tell you our second point. You must communicate with God. You, you, you see, you, you see, can, can I tell you about this? This ephod, because I, I, I know, I know you, Amazon don't sell ephod. I just want y'all to know that. Don't, 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 don't pull out your phone in church and try to get yourself one. But you see, what, 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 what David did and, and was, was, was in his time and in his, his era is that uh, when David needed to communicate something important to, uh, to his God, uh, he, he told uh, 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 Abathiah, he said, I, I need you to go and, and get me the ephod. And, and, and see, what they would do is they would place this garment on. Uh, and ephod was actually a, a garment uh, that the priest usually would wear. It was sort of like an apron uh, where they had straps on the shoulders. And it was made of beautiful colors of gold and, and blue and, and, and purple and, and scarlet. Uh, it was special for special times. You ever had a special need that you needed some special time that you wanted to spend with God? Uh, it wasn't one of them uh, situations where you just said, Lord, help. Uh, it wasn't one of those situations where you just sent up a, a, a quick uh, a prayer. But, but, but David was getting ready to go into the presence of God uh, to communicate with God, and so he got not just his outside ready, but when he put on the outside, it got the inside ready too. Oh God, when he was he was going, he was going to God because he had to inquire of the Lord. Can I tell you? Can I tell you when when he went, he was going because he needed to approach God appropriately. He needed to approach Him. Can anybody in the house yeah. say you approach him appropriately? Uh, that, that, that you approach him carefully uh, and, and you approach him uh, on a regular. Right. Amen. Now I just want you to answer the question. Can, can you see David reaching? He's reaching for something beyond my his This leads us, this leads us to seek divine counsel in order to see purpose in the pain. Now, we're, we're, we're not telling people that, you know, you have to uh, put on a prayer shawl every time you pray. If that's your thing, then let that be your thing. Uh -huh. uh, but we know that uh, when it's time to approach God... We find ourselves going into that secret closet. Yeah. Or we find him in that, that quiet place, in that quiet space yeah. in our house uh, where we don't get any disturbances, no oh. distractions. Uh, yeah. uh, we may do it maybe even sitting in our automobiles. Uh, uh, we may do it uh, even in a situation where we got to pray at work. Cause, oh. You know, some places at work, they, they need to be covered in prayer. Oh. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, somebody. Uh, Ah, so that brings me to the third point, which tells us uh, we have to seek divine counsel. Yeah. Seek divine counsel. You see, David asked the question. He had a question in verse number eight of the text. Shall I go after this raiding party 
and shall I take them over? Uh -huh, that was his question. What? 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 What now? What now? You see, there are benefits, church. Uh -huh. Hear me when I tell you this. There are benefits to seeking divine counsel. Yeah. Yeah. There are benefits, yeah. Pastor. I will, from Come divine on. counsel comes divine direction. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Sister Kemper, I've had many, many times when I needed direction. I felt like I was standing in a fork in the road. I didn't know which way to take. I didn't know if I should go straight, Pastor Keith. I didn't know if I should go to the left. I didn't know if I should go to the right. But I knew I needed to seek divine counsel for direction. And can I tell you what else? While you're there and you're getting divine counsel, God will give you divine wisdom. Word uh, in our in our culture, 
Uh-huh. People don't want to wait for much of anything. No. We don't want to wait for food. That's why microwaves are so popular. And that's why most houses have a microwave somewhere uh, in there. Amen, somebody. We don't want to have to wait for anything. We don't want to have to wait for clothes. That's why we use Amazon. Uh, hallelujah, because they can get it to you fast. Am I right about it? Oh, they come to my house too. I ain't leaving us out. Uh, hallelujah. We don't want to wait for anything. Um, we like everything quick, fast, and in a hurry. Uh, but every now and then, uh, every now and then, God will answer straightway. Uh, every now and then, Doug, he will come back with a quick answer. Um, every now and then, uh, he will tell us what to do right then and there. And we have an answer and we can go forward. Uh, but the point of the matter is that we wait to hear from God. Uh, because it's not about what we think, uh, but it's about what God thinks. Uh, can I remind you? that Isaiah wrote in Isaiah 46 and 10 that God knows our end from the beginning. He knows what it is that we ought to do. He knows the way that we ought to go. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. He knows from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> How everything is going to turn out. Uh, can I tell you just a quick story here from uh, uh, Pastor Keith. Pastor Keith, you all know Pastor Keith. He, he likes game shows and he likes court shows and uh, uh, he likes uh, uh, superhero shows and uh, oh, he he can go. I can go down the list of the stuff that 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 he likes to to watch. And so let's make a deal, y'all know. Let's make a deal, right? Been, been on forever. Amen, amen. Uh, and so he likes to watch. Uh, let's make a deal. And uh, and so as he's watching, there's a gentleman on there who he he's trying to determine. Uh, 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 which way to go to get the prize? Because if you know anything about let's make a deal, you know there's zonks. Zonks. They call zonks, right? And, and zonks just pretty much mean absolutely nothing. It is just of no value. Uh, you don't want it. You, 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 it ain't even worth the time of day. Uh, no, 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 no zonks. So everybody wants to try to avoid the zonks, amen. Uh, somebody, so the man, the man is trying to avoid the zonk. He wants the prize. He, he wants to take home something good, amen, somebody. Yeah. And so he makes the statement. He says, I better not go with what I think, but what God thinks. That's what he's saying on, on the show, all right, all right. And in other words, uh, he is claiming that God was going to give him the decision point uh, right then and there uh, at the Let's Make a Deal show. Uh -huh. Well, it sounded good. It sounded good. It sounded like he, he knows God, and he knows that God knows our every move. He knows the things that, 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 that all things about us and everything. But but can I tell you that the man got the song? <laughs> The man got this up. Because, because see, 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 sometimes we, we, we get we, we get ourselves, we, we hyper spiritualize things. And, and, and what he was doing just seemed just too frivolous uh, uh, to just put out there before God. I, I know God wanted him on, let's make a deal. Amen. I'm just saying. Ain't nothing wrong with the show. I'm just saying. But he got the zonk. He missed the prize. He 
Because, folks, we got to wait for those true answers yeah, yeah. from God. Who has specific ways of answering us and allowing us to hear from him. You see, David, David was in regular contact with God. So there was no uh, frivolity in his questions, no frivolity in his answers from God. At this time, he waited, and his answer was immediate. The Lord said to him, go ahead. Surely you will succeed in overtaking the Amalekites, and you will get back, you hear that, restoration. Everything that they took from you. Sometimes we can tell when God answers us right away. That's why relationship, people of God, hear me when I tell you this. Relationship with God is so important. If you know him before the pain, when the pain comes, you might easily get the answer you've been waiting for. That's right. And when the Lord, when the answer comes, you will know what to do in that painful situation. We know all too well that it is sometimes hard to see the purpose in the midst of our pain. But we have told you a few ways just now to hold on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we got to learn to see past our pain. Number one. We have to communicate with our God. You got to seek divine counsel. And we got to wait for his answer. That's right. Now, Pastor Keith and I thought we were finished, but we got some more to tell you Uh-oh. next week and being able to see the purpose in your pain. Because sometimes we got to press through yeah. using only what we got left. And the people of God who heard it, yeah. who understood it, said hallelujah and amen. 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 Amen.